Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Grand. Well, I was uh, driving to Carlo yesterday for hurling match, and I heard you talk uh, to Phil Cawley mm. about the World Cup, mm. and you mentioned Argentina. Yeah, yeah. They, they, for me, they seem like they're the favourites. They're they're unbeaten in in thirty six games. I think uh, they they equal Italy's record if they draw or win against Saudi Arabia which you would expect and then uh, I think the next game after that is against Mexico and if they beat Mexico they break that record of, of the unbeaten run in international football look at with the, the likes of players they have they have a mix of experience and youth um, you have your Messi you can't you can't talk about Argentina without talking about Messi and uh, mm. they have said they've come out and said they want to win it for him yeah. uh, similarly enough to the, the Portuguese team coming out and saying they want to win the World Cup for Ronaldo but uh, yeah you know, you even see the likes of, of, of Man United's Garnacho's in the squad and he's starting to break through and that's the type of standard they have and he's only just making the squad, just about making the squad, so that's the standard in, in the team. So yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of players when they've been asked in the last few days who they think might win it, England get a mention. Um obviously based off of their Euros and getting to the semi finals of the of the World Cup last time around. You can't argue with it, really. Yeah. England have a England have a very good chance, a very good team. The only thing I'd say about the England team is they're weak at the back. Hmm. But Gareth Southgate's focus, he was a centre-back. Are centre you back talking himself. about Harry Maguire? <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire. I would argue Luke Shaw. Now, I'm a Man United supporter, but I, I've watched a good lot of Luke Shaw and he's tipped to be the starting left-back or left-wing-back, depending on what formation they play. What about Trippier? I mean, he is some player. He seems to be getting yeah. the nod from Newcastle. everyone. Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, even even in the there's a big discussion about the right-back situation and... Trent Alexander-Arnold obviously Rhys James hasn't made it because he's injured but Kyle Walker mm. is going to miss the first game or two and he's going to be back in there and Trippier obviously a right back but there's been some suggestions I think I don't know who it was Jamie Carragher Alan Shearer said that they'd put Trippier left back instead right. put Rhys uh, not Rhys uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold right back right back um, so he's he's fluid like that and he's he's invaluable to, to Gareth Southgate yeah so that should be an interesting one Wales what chance any? As as uh, <laughs> someone said, I think I saw an interview there of again one of the teams being interviewed about what they thought their chances, these teams' chances were, and as I said, if Wales get going, especially in the group stage, if they get going, good luck to you because the USA have improved there in their group as well. Iran, you can't see them coming out of with any points out of that group between England, England, Wales, and, and the US. But if if Gareth Bale's on fire. Good luck to you, uh, yeah. and and even it's still at this stage. I know he's in the US playing for LAFC at the moment, but if he gets going, uh, and and there's other players there as well. There's your Aaron yeah. Ramseys and uh, you know in the backs of Ben Davis and stuff. A good bit of experience and tournament experience because they had a good run in the Euros as well. Um, yeah a few years back now and uh, you know they, they, they could be a sticky one for England anyhow definitely Alright well, I want to look at two more teams Portugal mm. and, which will lead me into my next uh, <laughs> chat but we'll leave them for a moment yeah. Belgium what about Belgium there was, they were much hyped weren't they are, are, are they in with a chance a shout they've been much hyped for probably three tournaments the last three tournaments and never really come through Wales beat, beat them in, in uh, I think it was four years or, sorry six years ago now in the Euros and yeah, they never seem to pull through. Now, look at to me. They have arguably the best team. Kevin De Bruyne is pulling the strings for the best team in the uh, arguably the best team. Well, Arsenal fans will argue <laughs> against me, but arguably the best team in the Premier League. Um, they have power. They have experience. They have a bit of youth there as well. They've pace. They've everything. Hmm. Uh, you're kind of going. They should. They should do good, but. Um, 
I don't know. I just don't know. They don't seem to get over the line. Okay. Will we talk Portugal? Which will lead us into Cristiano. But yes. Gallo is there. Fernandes is there. Yeah, yeah. We've seen the footage when Cristiano, who has had gastroenteritis, apparently. Yes, he has, yeah. When he walked into the, the, the gym to meet them, didn't look to be the best of reactions from the two yeah. boys. According to one of the players, he said that it was a joke because Fernandes was, was late to arriving to camp and he, uh, Ronaldo just said to him, did you arrive on a boat? I don't know from picking up on the body language if that seemed like that was the joke. I don't know, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they all, as I said, they said that they want to win it for Ronaldo. Um, you know, but they, there was issues there with Joe Cancelo as well. There was footage that they thought, oh, Joe Cancelo wasn't reacting well to Ronaldo coming over and sort of playing with them or messing yeah. with them. And Joe Cancelo came out today and said, no, that's not the case at all. He's he's like a bigger brother, older brother to me. But uh, yeah, there's obviously those uh, these these issues now going into the Portugal camp. They're getting asked all about the Cristiano Ronaldo interview, and okay. um, that's that's marring or maybe it's distracting other teams I don't know but it's marring their entrance into the World Cup so Portugal have they got a chance so you're going to stick with Argentina I'm going to stick with Argentina Portugal I would argue have a chance they have brilliant depth uh, in, in strength Pepe's in the squad which I was a little bit surprised at centre back I thought he had retired at this stage but he's there but you have Bernardo Silva you have Bruno Fernandes you yeah. have Ronaldo you have Joe Felix you have players that are just quality quality alright you haven't watched the FIFA documentary no, yet. Not yet it's on your hit list it I is. have watched it so maybe when you have watched it we can talk about yes, it because yeah, yeah. it is just earth shattering what we're seeing mm-hmm. but you did watch part one of Piers Morgan speaking to Cristiano Ronaldo he don't have love himself <laughs> no, he he certainly loves himself. And uh, you talking about Pierce Morgan or Cristiano? Well, I think you'll find both of them. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, he he does, and he doesn't hesitate to say it. It means that people like me too. I'm charismatic. I think <coughs> why I'm the number one. Sometimes asking ask that question to myself: Why me, and not another one? Why because do you think I, it is? To be honest, I not just only because I. I play good football, because everyone knows, but I think the rest is, is relevant. You have to be charismatic, people have to, to feel some connection with you. I think to be good looking helps too. <laughs> I, I have the same problem, yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, humble fellows, aren't they? <laughs> mm, I don't know if it's the Irishness in me that that's kind of going. Oh, come on! Like, <laughs> just what did you make of it? Because uh, Pierce Morgan will be seen as a bit of a Rottweiler of an interviewer on occasion, but this one to me, it was like two pals sitting in two chairs, and then all of a sudden, you got the impression. I said, "This is uh, what is Piers up to here?" And all of a sudden, then he goes in with the juggler and gets gets the the question, which is getting the world review. Mm. Uh, what do you make of it? You're a Man U fan. Yeah, well, if he was a Rothweiler of an interview, he was a teddy bear in this. You know, yeah. he, he, he really was. Um, look, at, from both sides, this is to two of them doing it for themselves as well. Now, they may be pals. Arguably, I don't know how, because it seems like Cristiano uh, kicks up every time he gets a bit of criticism, which Piers Morgan wrote about three or four articles a few years back, calling him a baby or something along those lines. Mm. So, <laughs> I know your opinion of, of people can change and whatnot, but still, uh, from Piers' side of things, look at all he's wanting is it's it's publicity, publicity figures. He it, the only post he's put out today is oh this was the most listened to or, or um, watched uh, thing on talk TV since President Trump President Trump's mm-hmm. election or something like that, and it, that's all he cares about. And you know. He says they're friends, but do you, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating from... So from what we saw last night, Killian, what were, few were, were the nuggets that came out of it? 
because I think somehow tonight is the one where Man United fans will get a really good handle on what's happening within the club and I have a son who's a Man U fan you're mm. a Man U fan well look at uh, uh, part of last night there's parts of it where you're going as a United fan you're kind of going yeah okay everyone else has said it other people have said it the likes of Zlatan Ibrahimovic has said that the club wasn't what he thought it was going to be when he went there and it's you know it's been well documented that the Glazers are uh, sort of you know, not doing enough at Old Trafford at all, and yeah. arguably doing less than enough. But uh, that was one that takes from last night. Again, yeah, as he said, more could come out tonight about that. Um, he did have a go at not just youngsters in in Man United, but youngsters in in the, in the game itself, saying that they're not as motivated as, and as driven. Um, now, I suppose you know, if Cristiano was brought up in a different team that didn't have a Roy Keane, that didn't have a Rio Ferdinand and stuff that yeah. he, he, he labelled that he they were his idols, um, would he have been different? Yeah. You know? Um, okay. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a bit, of a bit of a bizarre one from Ronaldo's right. point of view. Before we wrap up, Ireland play Norway tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haaland isn't there. No. Um, that disappoints you. That disappoints because <laughs> I was hoping to go but I can't go now because mm. uh, well, I had hoped to go but go to every game I can. Mm. But would like to have seen Haaland play but Odegaard is there so it, what sort of a team do you reckon Stephen Kenny is going to put out? Uh, that's the interesting one. I'm not sure. I'm uh, To be honest with you I understand your, your logic and probably a lot of people's logic with Haaland not uh, playing that people are kind of like mm, maybe I shouldn't go. Uh, the only thing I would say and I've only watched him two or three times but I'd love to go see Evan Ferguson play. I'd love to see him get a run. Uh, yeah. He, <laughs> I'm going to say this now, and I hope I come true. Is he through. Brighton? Is he Brighton? He bri- he's yeah. Brighton. He made his debut for for Bohemians when he was 14 against Chelsea in a friendly game. Like he's just, he, he's just one of these generational talents by the looks of it. And yeah. I really think he could be Ireland's answer, um, an Irish version of Haaland. He won't be Haaland, but he could be an Irish version of Haaland. Similar build, similar structure, similar uh, attributes. I'd be. I'd love to see him in the flesh, just to see how he actually moves and what, okay. what he's doing. So I would keep an eye on him. I'd love to see like him start. But I don't think Stephen Kenny will. I predict him. the score one one. Well, the last time we played them was actually this day twelve years ago, and yeah. we lost two one two one to them. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm going to be optimistic and say we'll win two one this time. All right, Killian. We'll talk to you again next Wednesday, and we'll have an update on the World Cup as it starts. Mm. When is it starting? By the way, there's confusion. Uh, Sunday. It is Sunday. It was meant to be uh, the day before, and it was meant to be uh, Netherlands against Senegal. But of course, they want Qatar to play the first game because that's the natural thing. The, the host team plays the first game, yeah. and uh, they're playing against Ecuador. So not exactly the biggest game in the world, but it's the first game of the World Cup. I'm sure people will be watching. South East Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.